0: July 18, 2019, in the Fushimi Ward of Koito, Japan, Studio One building of Koito Animation was burnt down, killing 36 people and injuring at least an additional 33, destroying most of the materials and computers. It is still yet to recover from that arson attack. Before we get into this episode of the Japanaholic Podcast, let's take a moment to remember those who have lost their lives on that tragic day. Just last year. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Japan Holic Podcast, the podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games, discussed by one certified Japan Holic. I am your host Taylor Fry, and um, it's not very often I make Saturday um, episodes of the podcast. Uh, but it just so happened that today has uh, today, uh, or at least of this uh, this day, uh, as it's uploading. Because maybe you're listening to this maybe two weeks down the line, a month down the line, or even a few days after it's uploaded. On all the platforms and stuff like that. But um, as of uploading this, it is July 18th. Which, um, to a lot of people who are into the otaku culture, it's not a very good day anymore. Used to have been a normal day. That all changed last year when a um, a terrible arson attack happened. Um, the Studio One of Koito Animation. Um, and, you know... Koito Animation, I don't have to really talk about what Koito Animation is because anybody who's a part of the otaku culture knows what Koito Animation is. They know how amazing the studio is, you know, just outside of the animation department. They're super amazing, okay, in making music and making good characters and, you know, finding the good people to voice those good characters. And even people who work, uh, who worked with Koizu animation, um, said that Koizu animation was like one of the better studios to work for, um, for the anime scene. And, um, yeah, it was a terrible, was a terrible day that day. And I remember that day very vividly, um, I Like, at the time, okay, I really wasn't, like, very much into the anime state. Like, I just started getting into it. Like, just started getting into it. I was, like, a few months into my, like, anime phase. <laughs> if Can I call it a phase because it's still going on? I'll call it a phase even though it's still going on. But I've been, you know, I was just, like, getting into anime. And I've watched and seen so many things from court of animations from that time um, and you know I mean not as much as I have now of course but like I, I watched a few things from them already Um, and I remember scrolling through Twitter around midnight it was like around midnight okay but it, I want to say it was around midnight I was scrolling through Twitter and looked over to the trending tab And saw that something was going wrong in the anime, in the anime industry. And on the trending tab, it said that Koito Animation's studio was on fire. And I looked over at that part. I was just like, no, 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 there's no way. And here I am clicking on that thing. And I'm just like scrolling through seeing pictures and videos of the fire and how like devastating those those pictures were okay and it, it hurts it, it hurts still to this day to look at those videos and images and oh man it's i i seriously still can't fathom the fact that I don't even want to name his, name, an elephant's name because of course nobody, anybody who does a horrendous act should not be mentioned by name, ever. That's just my opinion. But how he, like what that guy did, going into the building, dousing people in gasoline, dousing the building in gasoline, setting it ablaze. It hurt. It hurt. Okay. Um I don't I'm sorry if this isn't like as happy or like as energetic as my usual podcast episodes. It's just it's not a not a very good anniversary to be talking about or anything to talk about in general, but I just wanted to take today to really say Thank you to Koito Animations for making a bunch of like amazing, amazingly good anime series, whether they be movies or television series in general. Um, and to kind of, I guess, in a way, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, celebrate or kind of remember Koito Animations and their history. I thought. That today I would go over five of Koito Animations. Like I don't want to call them the best, but just five series that were made by Koito Animations. That even if you've already seen it, you need to do another you need to watch it. You need to watch it. Whether if you've seen it a third or fourth or fifth time, make it another time on that on that watch list or, or whatever. Because you're gonna you're gonna have to watch season can. Okay. Um Many of these series I'm going to talk about, um, I haven't really, I don't know if I'll talk about them in the future. I maybe talk more about them in like the very far future once I, you know, start watching more stuff from Koizu Animations because like I said, Koizu Animation has been around for a long time, okay? They were like one of the, like the OG, <laughs> I hate to say that. Uh, especially today, but they were like one of the OG anime studios. Okay. Lots of studios come and go, you know, um, in the anime industry. Um, and going animation has been around for the better part of like two decades up to this point. Um, well, I don't want to say two decades. Actually. Yeah, it is 2020. Never mind. I keep thinking it's 2010, but no, they've been around ever since like the early two thousands, even farther back, possibly, um, and every year they, or like every year that they were releasing stuff, they got better with their animation styles, better with like everything. And whenever you think of anime studios, you think of Koito Animations, mainly because of how good their stuff was. Um, and now it's, now it's a big question of whether or not Koito Animations will even be a thing after like this, after this year. Because there's been a lot of updates saying that they could try to get a lot of stuff back. But since they've lost, like, everything, including 30, 36 great animator animators and directors and other positions, stuff like that, that if I started naming off, like, all their positions, I'd be here much longer than I want to be. Okay. You know, like... A lot of these series I'm going to talk about here, um, the people that have created these, like whether they're their directors, series composer, or music composer, producer, even an animator, they're not here anymore. And it's like the hardest thing. I'm, it's like looking back at all these series. This is going to be like the toughest thing to do when you're rewatching this, because you don't know if, like, that person who. You know, drew that animation frame, or you don't know if this director is even alive anymore. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try and just bring everybody's spirits up, make everybody feel happy about themselves. So, these five I'm gonna talk about. Um, I'm not gonna really talk more much about like the like shows that I'll that have, like, drama, like, in their tags, at least. The three, like, basically the three main tags that are going to be talked about here in today's episode is slice of life, comedy, and a dash or two of romance, of course. Um, but, like I said, since there's only five, I'm really not going to be talking much about, like, some of Quinto animations, like un- like, more unknown stuff. Uh, since there's only five, I'm mainly going to be going for like the big five, not really the big five, but like five of the more popular ones. Um, maybe like in another episode down the line where I talk more about like coins to animations, I'll probably discuss more of like their more unknown anime series, stuff like that, that I've seen in the past or have, you know, seen stuff like that. So let's go ahead and let me get started with, some Koito Animation animes, anime series that need to be re-watched or watched by somebody. Especially you listening to this episode right now. Alright, first one here, the big one. Alright, I'm pretty sure when you think of Koito Animations, this is one of the first like three anime series that come to your head. Is the Haruhi Suzumiya series. I want to say its full name, but I'll butcher it. And I really don't want to butcher it. So I'll just say the Haruhi Suzumiya series. um, Which is one of Koito Animations. like, This is like the one that I can kind of point to. To being like this is the anime that a lot of people point to. For Koito Animations. To show like how good they were. Before the Arson Attack of course. Because this one was released all the way back. Like, This is an anime that still to this day gets talked about. Even though this anime aired back in spring of 2006 Can anybody remember any other anime that aired during the 2006 years that you know wasn't made by Koito animations kind of hard to pick a few like especially for the people that you know haven't gotten that wasn't into anime at the time you know many people who have been eh, in the anime scene um like for the better part of like five years Probably still won't tell you anything about like an anime from 2006 other than Haruhi Um This one's probably like the, well, I think this one's probably going to be the only one that has to deal with like supernatural or sci-fi stuff. I think I could be wrong. <laughs> um, But man, 2006 Koito animations was <clears throat> good stuff. It was good stuff. I can't recommend *Hard Cases* to be a, enough to anybody who really wants to watch like something different in a way because it is kind of like I will say I will compare this to *Cocodile Connect*, which I've talked about in the past as well on the podcast, um, where it's like a group of high schoolers and they all have, they all have like supernatural stuff happen to them. This is kind of like that, but. I do recommend watching this because it is so freaking good. I won't talk much about this each of the series. Um, for Mainly for the people who haven't seen this series. I don't want to get into spoilers or I don't want to. I don't really, I don't even want to spoil episode one. I just want to talk about like the premise of it. But I don't want to get into any spoilers in case you haven't seen it. On the contrary. So if you haven't seen Susan, the Heart of Key he, Suzumiya series. Or even if you have, watch it again. <laughs> Even though there are a good amount of episodes. And I think there is a movie. Yeah, there is a movie. And the movie was... I haven't seen the movie yet. Actually, I have not seen the movie yet. So, I can't say anything about the movie. So, I i seriously recommend watching the Heart of Mia series. And I'm going to jump forward a little bit. to Winter 2013 with Tamako Market. This one here... Just feels so wholesome. I don't know why. I don't know why there's so many good wholesome shows made by Koito Animations. But this one's up there on one of my favorite wholesome shows. It's so freaking... I love it. I can't recommend this show enough if you want some wholesome wholesome stuff. I mean, drama at some points. But with how good the animation is and how beautiful the freaking sceneries and backgrounds look... And as well the characters, well, just everything about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it brings a huge smile to my face. So, um, and this one came out you know, just like I said earlier, winter 2013. So, um, there's a big difference. Like I kind like watching a Mia in like animation style, and then going through *Tamako Market* is so different in some ways. So different in a f- in some ways, and. But a lot of it is the same kind of like animation style that Koito animation has been known for. Um, But yeah, there's 12 episodes and I think, yeah, there's a movie to this one as well. So I don't know what it is with Koito animation and making movies for a lot of things. A season or two and a movie. Hey, I think there was... I'll talk about another series here that I think is getting a movie. Was probably going to get a movie. um, Sooner rather than later, I think. So, let me go ahead and let me get to my third one that I recommend. This one here, I don't think I could recommend this show enough to anybody. Who loves, like, slice of life shows. Okay? And I think everybody knows the series I'm going to be talking about here. Um, When thinking about Koito Animations... You really cannot think of Koito Animations without mentioning K-On! How the hell can you not talk about K-On! when talking about Koito Animations? I don't know how anybody would go like a whole 30 minutes on a topic of Koito Animations and not talk about freaking K-On! My god, this series right here, I... It is such an old series like not really old not as old as He, but it's a sp- it, the first season aired in 2009 and still and I mean still 2009 all the way up to 2020 do I still see people on Twitter talking about this series and I can see why <laughs> oh my god I can't get enough of this Freaking series. Kon is so good and so amazing in so many ways. Because there are a ton of episodes. Okay. Um, it does have two seasons and in total of like 36. 38. I could be wrong. I think 38 total episodes, if I remember correctly. Which is a lot, by the way. But there's also a movie of K-On! So, you get a lot of k stuff here. And the movie came out... I think I talked about this when I was talking about... Um, uh, when the K-On! movie was being shown in the cinemas. Still to this freaking day. Which, you know, I already talked about that in my uh, previous... It's the one where I talked about the, the Naga Total series. going to get anime adaptation. But... Still, you like I swear. This freaking series will make you smile from ear to ear, and probably wrap that smile all around your face and do a an easy three sixty around your head, cause it's so freaking good and wholesome. And like this series, it <laughs> like it has so many episodes, but man, I don't care how many episodes of the movie. I'll watch it a ton of times and I'll shed a tear every time I get to the end of the, the second season because of the fact that by the time I get to the end of the second season, the only thing I got left to watch is another hour and a half of this series and then after that, there's nothing left. It makes me upset. As much as I want K-On to get another like adaptation in terms of like maybe K-On College or K-On Shuffle, unfortunately with how things are right now, that probably won't happen for a long time. But continuing on with Kaon. It's so freaking adorable. And anybody I I seriously want to know who has not seen this this series because Kaon is one of those series where no matter who's seen like no matter who's been like into anime or how long they've been into anime Okay, whenever somebody introduces them to Koito animations, one of like the top three animes that, you know, they show is Kaon. Ah, my neck. Because of the fact that K-On is such a very wholesome show. Very good. It's like everything about Kaon is almost 10 out of 10. There's some things that like, there's some cons, but the cons are very few far between and very very I mean very minor so even then watch it and enjoy it because it's like probably like one of the only animes where like, it's that in Eurocamp of course where I could sit and I could just feel comfortable throughout the entire season and since it is about music and since I love music, rock music in general, Well, there we go. I mean, K-On! is, you know, like, rock music. So, if you do like rock music, why haven't you watched the (laughs) Sanway? Or if you have, then good on you. Freaking rock music is the best music. Okay? That's just my opinion, though. There are so many, like, other shows that I want to talk about here, but I really, like, got to label it down to five. But... Um, I'll talk about like maybe one extra one that I'll like that. I haven't seen actually that I'm going to start here in the very near future, but I'll talk about that last one at the very end. But that's just like a little warning in case anybody's like, Oh, you're going to name off six and not five. It's like, sorry, I really, I, there's so many good shows by coin Animations. label it, l- lowering it down to five is impossible for me. But anyways, let's go to the fourth one that I want to talk about here, which I love good like romance shows, romance and comedy shows. And I apologize if I say this wrong because I suck at saying some of these names, uh, for shows. Uh, but it's The Love Chunibyo and Other Delusions. Okay, I. It's not so much the. I'm trying to think of what makes this show so amazing, because even though it's a slice of life comedy romance show, the the supernatural part of this show, where they have like the the over the top animated like fight scenes and all that sort of stuff, with um with with some of the characters, even though. It's over the top, of course, because it's not really happening. But that's the whole point of the show is because it's a Chinebio, which. It's still, the, the animation style for this series, when it gets to those points of the show or the series. So freaking good. Dude, Hwayto Animations, let me tell you, can animate any fight scene and make it look so fluid, peaceful. And... Ten out of ten. Like ten out of ten, nah. Like, whenever I talk about Quito so innovations, and talk about how good their stuff is, I just can't help but talk about the Shinobio series in terms of like fight seeds. And of course, I put quotes in between like the in between the word fight seeds because they're really not like fight seeds like you usually see like a one punch man or um. <laughs> What a ah uh, uh, My Hero Academia. Sorry. It, like, that one left my head as soon as I was about to say it. And then it was like, oh, came back to me at the right time. Good. Thank you. But it, they're not, like, really fight scenes. They're just more, like, child play scenes. But since it is a Shinibyo series, they, they act like they're going through, like, magical, like, abilities and stuff like that. It's so adorable in many ways. And it's just... I really love the Seiyus, like all of the seiyus in this series. I love to death because it, they're all, they're just having so much fun doing the series. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I straight up love it. Now, the thing is, is that even though this series does have like two seasons and hey, guess what? Movie. <laughs> nah. Um... I think the second season unfortunately falls just a little flat um, because they they kind of focus more on the romance side. And there are some issues with that because the first season really doesn't show off romance. It just shows off more like the child's play kind of stuff. And then the second season kind of does the literal opposite of that. So, I mean, eh, that's the only like, big downside to... The Chidibio series is that the, the the second season is really not as good as the first season. But I still recommend watching it either way. I think there was a movie. Was there a movie? Hold on. I swear there was a movie. I could. Am I wrong? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a movie. And the movie came out in winter 2018. Okay, I thought so. I thought there was a movie that came out. I don't know why, but like when I was looking this up, it was like the movie didn't come up at all. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Now the fifth one that I'm mainly gonna be talking about here won't be the last one because there's one more like like I said before that I haven't seen yet, so I'm like it's one of the ones that I'm going to start watching here shortly soon. But fifth one, if you if you're watching the video on my YouTube channel, the Japan Holic channel, you can tell by the background I already have it up. But if you don't, if you're not watching this on video, which mostly you probably aren't, but that's fine. Ms. Kobayashi Dragon Maids. watch it. <laughs> I would say that's all I'm going to say, but I got to talk about it in this episode. But the Kobayashi Dragon Maids was the first, um, was the first show that I watched from Koitsu Animations and it made me fall in love. I think everybody who's gotten into uh, anime from Koitsu Animations probably has seen this. I mean, even if you aren't really necessarily like a big anime person, um, like if you don't really associate yourself with anime, like, you only have seen, like, maybe a few things here and there of each series. Or, like, you know, maybe just, like, a few series. Some of the bigger series. Either way, you've probably seen the Dragon Maid series. Okay? I mean, this series right here is, like, in terms of, like, how many episodes it has and how much has been adapted, it's the, sh- it's the like, the shortest series. It only has one series. Or, uh, it only has one season, excuse me. Um, I don't even think it has an OVA. I could be wrong, but there was a season two confirmed, and I think it was confirmed to air sometime this year, if I remember correctly. And then, what happened last year happened, and now it's a question of whether or not this will get the 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 dragons will get. Adapted by Koito Animations... ...or if someone's go- someone else is going to... ...adaptate it. And... ...I don't care how much I love... ...about... ...the Dragon bait series. My personal opinion... ...no one other than Koito Animations... ...should animate... ...the second season... ...of the Dragon Mates. Okay? Because... ...you really cannot outdo Koito animation's first like adaptation of this, okay, that just doesn't it wouldn't feel right Okay, I mean yeah if someone like Doga Kobo um, or JC staff were to have animate the second season it still wouldn't I mean like animation wise it still would be good But in the back of your mind, knowing that this right here, knowing that the second season of the Dragon Maid series would have been, you know, adapted so much better with Koito Animations. It just would not feel right to see Mish Kobayashi Dragon Maid's Season 2 being adapted by another studio. And whether or not... Korto Animations recovers, and whether or not we get this sec, actually get the second season, I, it's just I don't even, I don't want to see it adapted by someone else. It's like no offense to like any of the other studios out there in the anime scene, scene, because Shaft Studios is amazing, Dogakobo is amazing, J C Staff's amazing. Diomedia, not so much. But point that I'm trying to make is no one outside of Quartz Animations should touch this series for its second season. And that's honestly all I'm really gonna say about it for now. I'll probably because <laughs> I believe there's going to be some news on this soon, because like outside of the whole. Um, outside of the whole like Arson attack, like the only news that we've really gotten about like anything from Koito Animations was the Violet Evergarden movie that just barely got finished by the time the attack happened. And that movie uh released to the public not too long ago and did really well in the in the box office and I in the Japanese box office. I don't know if they call it anything different, but Anyways, it did really good, so maybe something good will come out of this. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff that came out of, like, the the GoFundMe that I think it was Sentai Filmworks that they started. But um, if Koito Animations does recover from this, it'd probably be another five years before we start seeing Koito Animations back to their peak form, or at least, like, back to their, like, good form like 2017 or 18 form but there's that and like I said earlier in the in the episode today there's a ton of good series from Koito Animations that I cannot recommend enough to watch like literally go on like my anime list or look up all of the uh, series that Koito Animations has created in the past And watch them all. Like literally just go on a watching Spree of just Koi's animations and stuff. But I recommend these five that I just mentioned over all of the other shows as of right now. One that could change my mind and possibly it could flip-flop something (laughs) is um, Hibiki Euphonium. Don't ask me why every time I think of this series, I keep wanting to say Hibiki Euphoria terrible <laughs> i'm a terrible human being for saying that but i have not seen hibiki euphonium just yet um and i do plan on watching it because a lot of people on twitter keep recommending me to watch this show and i will watch it i will watch it whether it becomes in my top five that'll have to figure out because i've seen so many clips and so many things from this series It's so freaking beautiful. (laughs) Seriously, look at something from the Hibiki series, and tell me it is not so beautiful. It already turns me on just looking at that. Just a small little gif. It's about music too, so it's a good thing as well. I mean, it's more of like the jazz kind of kind of music, but you know what? I'll take it. I kind of like me some jazz music here and there. So you know what? I'll listen to it and watch it and watch it of course ha so i think that'll do it for this uh this episode of the podcast the Japan holic podcast um and before i end it off i'll do another moment of silence um i won't have the the ending music play like i did before like i usually do um mainly because of the fact that well It's not so much of a happy day anymore because of what happened last year. I hate to bring up like something that happened that was absolutely terrible. But when this arson attack just so happened to be the worst post-World War II incident to have hit Japan, hurts. Okay, because the only other thing that compares to this was another um, was another building fire that happened in two thousand one, which is almost on the same level, but the arson attack of Koito Animations is like the worst thing that happened in Japan in terms of like terrorist attacks or arson attacks. Um, and I don't know what will happen in order to like not make this a regular thing in Japan because it it doesn't happen too much in Japan that we have stuff like an arson attack or something like that I mean here in the United States these kinds of attacks do happen but they don't happen much anymore they it used to have been a huge issue here like two years ago. Especially last year as well. It was a huge issue back back in like 2018 and 2019. Where there'd be so many horrible like attacks happening on our turf. Whether that be in schools or in like stadiums or whatever. But I mean. And it just so happens to be one of the biggest. And one of the best anime studios. That the attack just. Had to take place in. Which fucking sucks. And I don't advise to do this because this will just make anybody depressed and upset. Looking up the information and looking up exactly what happened during the attacks. But if you want to know more information about the attacks that happened uh, last year. I recommend looking at... Or I don't. Why do I say that? I don't recommend it. But you would have to like look it up on like Wikipedia and to, to end this episode off, I'll leave, I'll, I'll say one more thing, like one more story that I kind of, not a story, but just something that kind of made me feel upset. Okay. Was the lack of media coverage that first happened when the attacks happened, Um, especially here in the United States. It took about, like, maybe a week to a week and a half before Fox, NBC, and ABC started saying, like, Oh, yeah, by the way, there was a terrible attack that happened over in Kyoto, Japan, where 36 motherfuckers died. And part of me hates that because, like, it was the worst attack to happen in Japan. And... No one talked about it like outside of Japan or outside of like the whole Asian countries. And I understand it's like it's different because, you know, it's obviously any different country. Why should it really be talked about here? But then you look at like the fact that it's like it's the worst attack to happen since post-World War Two. You think this would be some big shit in the United States? You think? Uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Probably... Got a few people upset or agreed on. I don't know. But anyways. So I'm going to end off this episode of the podcast here. Um, Like I said, I usually don't do many Saturday specials. um, Because I usually just want to keep it like one a week. But I, this, this week just, just so happened to be the one year anniversary of the attack. So I was like, screw it. I'll record an episode of the podcast on Saturday. And upload it. In whenever I get the chance to upload it. So yeah. Alright. If you enjoy listening to this podcast uh podcast and you would like to see um more or, or if you'd like to see the video of this, go to the YouTube channel, the Japan Holic channel, if you haven't if you're not listening to this with the video. Because this podcast here is a vodcast technically. Um but it's just me sitting in front of my microphone right next to a monitor that for today says hashtag Koyani strong and dragon Maid manga right next to it. But yeah. And as well as share out this podcast to like anybody who would love, uh, anime related podcast or Japan podcast in general, because as much as I say that this is all about Japan anime and games, the last like 15 fucking episodes have been about anime. And I'll start talking more about Japan later down the line. But this is like a, a thing where I just like to talk about whatever, whatever. As long as it's about Japan. And yeah, you know, like I said, just share it out with your, your fellow Japanaholics. And um, you know, if you're new, click the follow button and check out some of the other episodes that are um listed somewhere. Um, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Apple Pod Apple Podcasts, that's correct, or Podcast Republic. Or any of the other um, places where this podcast is at, give it like a rating if you possibly can, and you know, give me criticism if I if I if I really deserve it. <laughs> don't give me like harsh criticism if it's not even criticism. Just saying, it could be it could be like, It could be bad criticism. I'll accept it, but you know, but don't just tell me what to do to make it better. But yeah, um. I know it's a one man podcast, like I said. I said it, I talked about this later or like earlier, um, just a few episodes ago. It's gonna stay one man. I know that a lot of people turn away from it when they figure out, oh yeah, it's only one man, click off of it. But yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Chipanaholic podcast. My name's Taylor Fry, the certified Chipanaholic. Signing off. Have a good night, everybody.